Guten Morgen! It's the Trista, and you have reached the Trista for generate uh, generator show. Governador, Governador, Governador. And this morning we're going to listen to some Gaia. We listen to some Gaia. The emeralds. Oh, wait, we already did we did that last night. Oh, that was sleep. Damn, Trista. Maybe, maybe, no, 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 let's, let's, um, let's watch some, do some current events. This is Thursday, so. I don't know, it's still going on. Okay. There's a disclaimer, although uh, I'm just bragging that I, I was Amy in turn in 2009. Climate change is an emergency. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to use the power I have as president to turn these words into formal, official government action. As heat waves scorch the United States, Europe, Asia, and Africa, President Biden vows to take more steps to address the climate crisis, but stop short of declaring a national climate emergency. We'll speak to the Center for Biological Diversity. Then a new study finds U.S. greenhouse emissions have caused nearly $2 trillion in damages to other countries. We'll Whoa. go to Uganda to speak with Vanessa Nakate and look at how the climate crisis is causing one widespread drought in Africa. And the other horrible reality of the climate crisis is that while communities in Africa or in the global south are on the front lines of the climate crisis, they are not on the front pages of the world's newspapers. First, we'll speak with George Mambio in Britain, where temperatures were shattered this week, sparking fires across London. We'll also talk to him about the war in Ukraine and the race to replace British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. All that when we're coming out. I think those are um those are right wing nuts who are trying to start um appeals court in Georgia's rule the state's near total ban on abortion can take effect immediately. The 2019 law outlaws abortions once fetal cardiac activity is present. It also changes the definition of a natural person to include fetuses that have formed in utero after just a few weeks before many people even realize they're pregnant. The law provides for limited exceptions for rape and incest, but a survivor must first file a police report. Another provision allows limited exceptions for medical emergencies. In a joint statement, the American Civil Liberties Union, the Center for Reproductive Rights and Planned Parenthood said, quote, this is a highly unorthodox action that will immediately push essential abortion care out of reach for patients beyond the earliest stages of pregnancy. Across the state, providers are now being forced to turn away patients who thought they would be able to access abortion, immediately changing the course of their lives and futures, they said. 
The House of Representatives votes today on a bill guaranteeing access to contraceptives under federal law. House Democrats introduced the bill after Supreme Court Pay Justice attention to who votes know it on that. ...to the Dobbs v. Jackson case overturning Roe, that he's open to reviewing previous rulings on marriage equality, reproductive rights, access to contraception, wow. and Who's other this? issues. Who's he? Fucking Russia's Thomas? foreign minister says the Kremlin Fucking is seeking pig. to seize more land in Ukraine than just the eastern Donbass region. On Wednesday, Sergei Lavrov told a Russian state news agency peace talks with Ukraine had failed and that Russia now seeks to control a large swath of southern Ukraine. Well, this comes as the Biden the administration's ICC warning Russia is preparing to Putin. formally annex parts of occupied eastern and southern Ukraine this fall when it'll force residents to move their assets to Russian banks and to apply for Russian citizenship. On Capitol Hill, Ukraine's First Lady has appealed to the United States Congress for more heavy weaponry. Elena Zelenska's address to lawmakers came as the war entered its sixth month. I appeal to all of you on behalf of those who were killed, on behalf of those who lost their arms and legs, on behalf of those who are still alive and well, and those who wait for their families to come back from the front lines. I'm asking for something now that I would never want to ask for. I am asking for weapons, weapons that would not be used to wage a war on somebody else's land, but to protect one's home and the right to wake up alive in that home. In May, President Biden wow. signed a bill granting Ukraine That's what it comes down to, yeah, right to wake up alive in your home. Assistance by far the largest U.S. foreign aid package in decades. Zelensky's request for more weapons comes as the Senate's considering a national okay. defense bill that would see the U.S. spend Go for Putin. $846 billion Kidnap on the military Putin. in the next fiscal year. That's $45 billion more than the record <laughs> request President Biden made earlier this year. In Brussels, Belgium, leaders of the European Union say Russian gas is once again flowing through a pipeline under the Baltic Sea to Germany, albeit at reduced volume. The operator of the Nord Stream 1 had taken the pipeline offline for 10 days of scheduled maintenance earlier this month, prompting fears among European (laughs) leaders that Russia would cut off supplies entirely. Europe remains highly dependent on Russian gas despite EU sanctions targeting other Russian commodities. Here in the United States, dangerously hot weather will impact millions of people again today. In Texas, forecasters are predicting highs of 109 degrees in Dallas and 115 degrees in Wichita Falls, Texas. The extreme heat fueled wildfires outside Glen Rose in North Texas that have burned thousands of acres and destroyed 16 homes. President Biden traveled to Massachusetts Wednesday to outline new efforts to combat the climate crisis. He spoke from a former coal plant in Somerset, which is being converted into a plant to make supplies for offshore wind farms. Biden said he would give $2.3 billion to FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, to help communities become more resilient to heat waves, drought, and wildfire. Biden called the current state of the climate an emergency, but stopped short of declaring a formal declaration. This is an emergency. An emergency, and I will. I will look at it that way. I said last week, and I'll say it again loud and clear. As president, I'll use my executive powers to combat climate, the climate crisis in the absence of congressional action. Biden's speech came as more than 100 million people in the United States are under heat advisories. Europe suffers yeah, I bet from the Republicans are having a hard time much of Africa's leading to with widespread crop failures and hunger. Lower After gas prices, the entire show. 
They have to find some other stupid thing to bitch about. Exclamation point. LOL. Documents detailing how Trump and his allies sought to add a citizenship question to the 2020 census in order to help Republicans win elections. The documents released came as the Committee on Oversight and Reform wrapped up a years-long investigation concluding senior Trump administration officials added the citizenship question in order to deliberately exclude non-citizens from the count. The Census Bureau estimates 18.8 million people were left out of the most recent census, with communities of color undercounted at far higher rates than in previous censuses. This week, the committee's Democratic chair, Carolyn Maloney, introduced the Ensuring a Fair and Accurate Census Act. She said, quote, it's clear that legislative reforms are needed to prevent any future illegal or unconstitutional efforts to interfere with the census and chip away at our democracy, unquote. In Wisconsin, the Republican Speaker of the State Assembly says President Trump recently called to urge him to overturn Joe Biden's victory in the 2020 election. The revelation came from Robin Voss this week, came after Trump attacked Voss on social media as a rhino. That's a Republican in name only who was letting Democrats Let's vote designate the Voss was GOP a terrorist organization, exclamation point. Affiliate WISN in an interview that aired Tuesday. After January 6th, comma, there are no better or different than Oath Keepers and Proud Boys, exclamation points, https colon slash slash bit dot ly slash 3ka1mnd. Trump's false statements that the 2020 election was rigged, but has not moved to decertify Joe Biden's Electoral College win in Wisconsin. In Arizona, the state Republican Party's executive committee has censured state House Speaker Russell Bowers after he told the House January 6th committee Trump and his lawyer Rudy Giuliani pressured him to overturn Joe Biden's 2020 election victory in Arizona. Arizona Republican Party Chair Kelly Ward confirmed that censored him for doing the right thing, declaring him, quote, no longer a Republican in good standing. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Her husband are under investigation by the Justice Department after they joined an effort to deliver false slates of electors to Congress, certifying Trump, not Biden, the winner of the 2020 election in Arizona. A former White House aide to Donald Trump went on a racist, sexist rant this week just after he met with the lawmakers investigating the January 6th Capitol insurrection. Garrett Ziegler posted the 27-minute rant as an audio file to his Telegram page where he verbally attacked witnesses who provided damning testimony against the former president and railed against leaders of the House Select Committee on January 6th attacks. Considered. They're Bolsheviks, so they probably do hate the American founders and most uh, white people in general. This is a Bolshevistic anti-white campaign. If you can't see that, your eyes are freaking closed. And so they see me as a, uh, a, a young Christian who they can try to basically scare, right? Garrett Ziegler went on to use misogynistic epithets to attack two former women colleagues who testified against Trump, Cassidy Hutchinson and Alyssa Farah. 
President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, has been ordered to testify to a grand jury in Georgia as part of a criminal probe into efforts by Trump and his allies to overturn the 2020 election. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis revealed Wednesday Giuliani has been ordered to testify August 9th after he failed to appear at a hearing earlier this month. The investigation appears to be focused on 16 Georgia Republicans who signed up as fake electors after Joe Biden won Georgia. But the probe also appears to be aimed at Trump Trump's request to the Georgia Secretary of State in January 2021 that he, quote, find 11,780 votes, unquote, enough to declare Trump the victor in Georgia. In Washington, D.C., the government rested its case Wednesday in the trial of President Trump's former top advisor, Steve Bannon, who's charged with criminal contempt of Congress for refusing to cooperate with the House Select Committee on the January 6th attack on the Capitol. This evening, the committee will hold its eighth public hearing in a prime time hearing that will Good be carried test. by Good all the major of US you. Coma, you look Chinese. Ha ha. Thompson, who's recovering from COVID-19 from isolation, will appear remotely. The hearing will feature two White House aides who quit on January 6th. White House Deputy Press Secretary Sarah Matthews. Last January, Matthews tweeted on the first anniversary of the attack, quote, make no mistake, the events on the January on the 6th were a coup attempt term we'd use had they happened in any other country, she said. At this evening's hearings, lawmakers will show unseen outtakes of video Trump made to supporters on January 7th when he resisted pressure from aides to condemn the violence. Tonight's hearing begins at 8 p.m. Eastern. DemocracyNow.org I'm pitching will be a live show. streaming it in its entirety. To Gaia. Uh, entirety. Well, there are extended excerpts on Friday's broadcast. To- United States says it's repatriated Work with a one time prisoner to his home country of Afghanistan. The U.S. Graham released Asadullah last month after he was jailed at Guantanamo Bay for 15 years without trial. A federal court ruled his detention was illegal and ordered his release. Human rights group Archaeology. said Ghul suffered severe Exploration. physical and psychological torture during his stay in Guantanamo, including being beaten, hung by his wrists, and deprived of food and water. Of the remaining 36 prisoners now held at Guantanamo, 19 have been cleared for release. El Salvador's President Nayib Bukele has extended a nationwide state of emergency, citing the risk of criminal gangs. It's the third time he's extended emergency rules since March when he granted authority sweeping powers to arrest and try people without due process. Tens of thousands have been arrested. Amnesty International says the crackdown has led to massive human rights violations, including thousands of arbitrary detentions and violations of due process, as well as tortural treatment and the deaths of at least 18 people in state custody. Today. On Tuesday, relatives of people swept up in the crackdown took to the streets of San Salvador in protest. One mother, Maria Sebastian Amaya, said the police are arresting and jailing innocent people uh, simply Prince because Paul. they live in poor neighborhoods. We know our families are not related to the gangs. If we live in those communities, it is because we don't have anywhere else to go. We have to live there because we are poor. And the police arrive and capture whomever is there. They do not do a background check. Nothing. I demand my son's freedom. 
protesters in Panama have brought much of their nation to a halt, setting up roadblocks to demand more jobs, relief from soaring food and fuel prices, and an end to official corruption. Over the weekend, Panama's government agreed to lower fuel prices and open talks with protest leaders over curbing the cost of some food and medicine. But demonstrations resumed this week after those talks fell apart. This is Cesar Choa, a union leader who led recent protests of construction workers in the city of Santiago de Veraguas. After the 1989 invasion, when the gringos intervened in our nation, from that moment, the alleged democracy was installed in our state. But it's a democracy that robs the poor to feed the rich. It's a democracy that has been ruining the lives of all Panamanians. And those are some of the headlines. This is Democracy Now!, democracynow.org, The War and Peace Report. I'm Amy Goodman, joined by Democracy Now! co-host... Hi, Hi, Amy, and welcome to our listeners and viewers across the country and around the world. Well, today we're spending the hour looking at the climate crisis across the world, from Europe to Asia to Africa to here in the United States, where we begin. On Wednesday, President Biden traveled to Somerset, Massachusetts, to outline new efforts to combat the climate crisis, including expanding offshore wind power and giving $2.3 billion to FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, to, do what? to help communities become more resilient to heat waves. To help and them become more Biden's resilient? Came as no, more than hundred million people. People in the United States are under heat advisories. He spoke at a former coal plant, which is being turned into an offshore wind facility. Climate change is literally an existential threat to our nation and to the world. So my message today is this. Since Congress is not acting as it should, and these guys here are, but we're not getting many Republican votes, this is an emergency. An emergency, and I will. I will look at it that way. I said last week, and I'll say it again loud and clear. <laughs> Good job, Biden. My executive power He's getting to better. Climate, the climate crisis in the absence of congressional action. I'm glad to Notwithstanding say. Well, President Biden repeatedly described the climate crisis as an emergency on Wednesday. He stopped short of declaring a national climate emergency, a move sought by many progressive lawmakers and climate activists. We go now to Jean Sue, Energy Justice Director and Senior Attorney at the Center for Biological Diversity. She recently co-wrote a report detailing how the president could use his emergency powers to address the climate crisis. Um, Jean, can you start off by trying talking about what it would mean if he does declare a climate emergency and what does it mean that he didn't do it yesterday? Absolutely. So right now, uh, for the first time, President Biden... Jean, uh, you seem to have broken up, but we're going to go to another clip of President Biden speaking yesterday in Massachusetts. That's why today I'm making the largest investment ever, $2.3 billion to help communities across the country build infrastructure that's designed to withstand the full range of disasters we've been seeing up to today. Extreme heat, drought, flooding, hurricanes, tornadoes. Right now, there are millions of people suffering from extreme heat at home. So my team is also working with the state to deploy $385 million right now For the first time, states will be able to use federal funds to pay for air conditioners in homes, set up community cooling centers in schools where people can get through these extreme heat crises. Not a single 
Republican in Congress stepped up to support my climate plan. Not one. So let me be clear. Climate change is an emergency. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to use the power I have as president to turn these words into formal, official government action. Well, hell of fucking Louia, if that's true. Do it. Don't stop threatening us with a good time. <laughs> when it comes to fighting for climate change, climate change, I will not take no for an answer. Again, Gene Good. Sue, President Biden used the term emergency five or six times during the speech, but did not actually declare a national climate emergency its significance. Hmm. Well, that's uh, kind of. Yes. So uh, President Biden did not declare a climate emergency yesterday. Deceptive? We absolutely need him to do that. It that's is a corporate an incredible cry if President Biden can actually articulate that we are in a climate emergency and unleash all the tools in his toolbox as the president to really combat the crisis in front of us. The other part of the climate emergency declaration is that it signals to the entire world and Americans that President Biden is no longer going to have a confused or slow-walked climate policy, but he is going to have an all-hands-on-deck approach Good. to the suffering Finally. that we are all experiencing right now across the world. Jean Su, your uh, organization, the Center for Biological Diversity, was involved in litigation against on, Trump's man? use of emergency powers to build uh, uh, the wall oh. on the Mexico border. Uh, could you I elaborate on, on that case and, and how it might be relevant today? Absolutely. Uh, so I personally litigated that case. And in that case, President Trump declared the what is happening at the border as an emergency. In fact, it isn't an emergency. We know that immigration is happening across the border. Um, and we've known for some time. And we also know the pinch points of where that's that was. Up. Um, in terms of that case, he actually took money um, from the military after Congress actually said, no, you can't have more than $1 billion at that point. Um, and he went against Congress, redistributed that money towards construction of the border wall, using, illegally using an emergency power that only allows military spending to be redirected for military purposes to help to help the military. Uh, several groups litigated against President Trump for abusing these emergency powers mm. and going against Congress's will to mm. do that type of yeah. border wall construction. Eventually, that case was mooted out because the Biden Another administration uh, stopped constructing. That's basically, uh, but one district court did find that for it contempt. was illegal for President Trump to use those military funds in that way because joke. it was not actually going towards helping the military. And Jean, could you outline what are the measures that Biden could take in the event that uh. he does declare an emergency? Absolutely. So the Biden administration, if they declare a climate emergency, actually unlocks additional emergency powers as well as ordinary powers to deal with the climate emergency. Some of the emergency powers are very powerful tools uh, to turn off the spigot for fossil fuels. One of them would be to reinstate our crude oil export ban, which has allowed the fracking and explosion of oil uh, in the Permian Basin. Another is to actually stop offshore drilling right now that is happening in the ocean.
ocean. Yes. And finally, another power would allow him to stop hundreds of billions of dollars every year that private corporations like BlackRock, like all of our private banks, are sending abroad to build fossil fuel plants oh and poisoning God. and endangering communities there. Wow. So if you could what also respond uh, to what should happen with Senator Manchin, uh, now that he has scuttled uh, the climate deal, you saying be, these people, why do you guys allow the these motherfuckers to stay in our Unfortunately, we wasted too much time thinking about Senator Manchin.
<laughs> Coffee enemas. First time I heard about that, that was kind of funny. But you know what? I bet, I bet, I, I bet you anything. It actually freaking works. I've never had one, but maybe for the sake of research. What do you guys think, Seraphim and Hermano? Got me heavily peacocks, young peacocks, young cocks, peacocks. Hi, babies. How you doing? So beautiful. I'm gonna be painting them. Um, <clears throat> I just nailed down this leather to my comfy chairs, which is pig. I have to nail this down a little bit. It's trying to like pull this apart. Pig face. And um, he rubs, he scratches himself on it like a giant back scratcher. It's my fucking sofa. A nice Chinese sofa fucker. Pig, pig fucker. <laughs> Pig face. What are you doing? Pig or wiggers. Walks like a drag queen. Drunk drag queen. <laughs> Drunken drag queen. Shut you. I should try to do I should try to do <laughs> my impression of a drunken dragon. Do an impression of a drunken oh Still podcasting. I forgot. What's up, honky? What are you doing, huh? Alright. I think I'm still podcasting. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, right. So, uh, um, shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Arizona at KP1T. And I'm going to start posting, um, um, on those on daily wildcat like i should start posting there every freaking day i should put everything i do i should post on the daily wildcat and 
um, Arizona dealers are, all this corporate media. So, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of done with the corporate media.
Yeah, shouldn't that be like the Department of Justice should be uh, maybe instigating that? So then call the White House, too. <laughs> okay, you're still there? Oh my gosh, you're still there? Oh, that's cool. That's kind of like stand-up to me. I think that, that's kind of like stand-up. Like, um, um, composing a speech to the Congress. Like, that would be a good name for this This one. I've got, to, I've got to get out and get my bike ride in. So maybe we'll finish up with this this uh, democracy now show and while I go for bike rides <clears throat> does that sound like a plan good I knew you'd be I knew you'd be lovely about it hmm <clears throat> roll up but it's just going to make the lives of so many people harder and affect the livelihoods of so many. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad to hear climate justice coming back into the freaking <clears throat> um, picture. And, uh, you know, the recycling cunts. They, okay, wait.
Okay, so, um, yeah, let's get back to the show. Comment justice. And Vanessa, a recent study showed uh, on top of this massive climate crisis that Africa is facing that many countries in Africa, 11 of them, will have to spend five times more on... Okay, wait, we're going to pull up. Like so my car. team is also working with the states to deploy $385 million right now. For the first time, states will be able to use federal funds to pay for air conditioners in homes, set up community cooling centers in schools where people can get through these extreme heat crises. Not a single uh, how about, how about Republican uh, um, Congress subsidizing stepped up our, to support our, my climate um, plan. Not one. Our, so let me be clear. <clears throat> climate change is an emergency. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to use the power the, I have as president the, uh, government to turn these words into formal, official government actions to the appropriate proclamations, executive orders, and regulatory the power year. that the president possesses. I bet that would be popular. When it comes to fighting Get, like, climate, change, climate change, I will not take no for an answer. Oh. Again, Gene, I mean, so President Biden used the term anyway. emergency five or six times during the speech, but did not actually declare a national climate emergency its significance. It was just announced yes. he has COVID. So President Biden did not declare a climate emergency yesterday. We absolutely need him to do that. What, it is ago. an incredible rallying cry if President Biden can actually articulate that we are in a climate emergency and unleash all the tools in his toolbox as the president to really combat the crisis in front of us. The other part of the climate emergency declaration is that it signals to the entire world and Americans that President Biden is no longer going to have a confused or slow walked climate policy, that he is going to have an all hands on deck approach to the suffering that we are all experiencing right now across the world. Jean Su, your uh, organization, the Center for Biological Diversity, uh, was involved in litigation against Trump's use of emergency powers to build uh, uh, the wall along the Mexico border. Uh, could you elaborate on, on that case and, and how it might be relevant today? Absolutely. Uh, so I personally litigated that case, and in that case, President Trump declared the what is happening at the border as an emergency. In fact, it isn't an emergency. We know that immigration is happening across the border, um, and we've known for some time, and we also know the pinch points of where that was. Um, in terms of that case, he actually took money um, from the military. Ooh, something that was actually said, no, Okay, this is, let me get that. This is 20 minutes into it. <laughs> Okay. Hip Hop Caucus, Arizona. <laughs> I mean, how cool is that?
<laughs> Donkey Kong dog. This is a regime, like a Nazi regime. Yes, I said it is the fucking truth. If you don't like it, second, second, my big Donkey Kong Dong. Big Donkey Kong Dong. Hip hop, cockasau, cool is that? Tell President Biden not to forget the kids and cages phenomenon that we saw. Horrified under the ex president, China Trump regime. By the way, it's not an administration, it's a regime, like a Nazi regime. Yes, I said it, it's the fucking truth, if you don't like it, suck it. Suck my big Donkey Kong Dong, yeah. Suck my big Donkey Kong Dong. Suck it, motherfucker. Suck it. It's my podcast and I'll... Fucking swear if I want to. Fucking swear if I want to. Suck my big donkey Kong dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Ding dong. Suck it. <laughs> if you don't like it, suck it. If you don't like it, okay. Then like I'll like change the um voice on that to <laughs> anyway. My big donkey Kong Don't That's not that funny, just um alright. Okay, well it it's uh <laughs> It might make a cool little 15, you know, it's original. It's not good. I wouldn't, I don't, I mean, it's, it's funny, okay? It's just like a delivery to deliver the concept. If you don't like the fucking truth, then suck it. All right, suck my big Donkey Kong dong, which is kind of, you know, that's, that's a, Nice. I like that stance. I like that kind of like, you know, GFY world. That's the, you know the the, the correct world. The the swamp, GFY swamp monsters, shit. You guys are fucking raving assholes.
That's a little something for my, my student friends. KAMP Student Radio at the University of Arizona. I'm going I'm volunteering whether you <laughs> whether uh, I haven't even um, officially applied yet. I looked I looked at the application process. I need to do that. So maybe I'll do that today. Trista, that would be a good a good day. Um, I think to apply officially to um, have a show for the young people at the University of Arizona. You know, wouldn't that be lovely? If you like it, tell Alice Cooper. Like, hey, man, I heard this podcast the other day. And uh, you should, you guys should hang out because um, she's doing exactly what you're doing at what? How old is he? In the seventies or something? You know, actually, I that was my first concert I went to um, when I was well. How? When did that come out? Seventy-eight, seventy-nine. 80? Um, so it was between 8 and 10. It was the dead babies. That <laughs> I saw my brother, my brother took me. And it was, it was fine, uh, except for the part, you know, the dead babies part that just like, because, you know, it's like a doll. It's about my size. Fuck. <laughs> kind of traumatic so I like split to the back of the fucking concert hall <clears throat> dead babies that song really f- screwed me up to see him stabbing a fucking doll on stage I mean that's wow about my size hmm anyway just reliving some, uh, just realizing that that yeah was a traumatic moment for me actually. So maybe he should he should uh, comfort me, you know the words about his dead babies, uh, you know troublesome, uh, you know. I demand an apology. I demand an apology. I, I think Alice Cooper should.
<laughs> okay. Um, you might you might fall for that. You know, I've actually I've written several letters to Alice Cooper. I think I've sent him at least one. And yeah, just uh, it's time to get on the road. Just uh, okay. Let's go back to the show. See if oh, oh yeah. Oops. Just uh, come on. More than one billion dollars at that point, um, and he went against Congress, redistributed that money towards construction of the border wall, using illegally using an emergency power that only allows military spending to be redirected for military purposes to help to help the military. Uh, several groups litigated against President Trump for abusing these emergency powers and going yeah, against Congress's will to do that type of border wall construction. Eventually, that case was mooted out because the Biden administration uh, stopped constructing. Uh, but one district court did find that it was illegal for President Trump to use those military funds in that way because it was not actually going towards helping the military. And Jean, could you outline what are the measures that Biden could take in the event that he does declare an emergency? Absolutely. So the Biden administration, if they declare a climate emergency, actually unlocks additional emergency powers as well as ordinary powers to deal with the climate emergency. Some of the emergency powers are very powerful tools uh, to turn off the spigot for fossil fuels. One of them would be to reinstate our crude oil export ban, which has allowed the fracking and explosion of oil uh, in the Permian Basin. Another is mm. to actually stop offshore drilling right now yeah. that is happening in the ocean. Oh, and yes, finally, another power would allow him to stop the hundreds of billions of dollars every year that private corporations like Black rock like all of our private yeah, banks get a are sending abroad to build fossil fuel plants fucker. and poisoning and endangering yeah. communities there spray colonizer story so if you could also <laughs> respond uh to what should happen with 